You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi everyone, I am Martina Cunha and you are listening to Backstage Talk. Jonathan Larson asked, how can you make someone take off and fly in one of his songs from Tick Tick Boom? And I, for the past two years, have learned one way to do it, through the power of community. Welcome to the Latinx in Musical Theater special for season three of Backstage Talk, where we will be featuring artists from across all positions in musical theater, from several Latin American countries and different Latin heritages. I am proud to showcase my Latinx family. I hope you enjoy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Backstage Talk. Today's guest is Jennifer Florentino. She is a Dominican performer that was in On Your Feet first national tour, was part of the world premiere of Moulin Rouge in Boston in 2018, and then performed in the Broadway run. She rocked the ensemble of Evita in the New York City Center annual gala presentation and is currently working in Once Upon a One More Time as Little Red Riding Hood in Washington, D.C. She was also part of the Spielberg's West Side Story, Jennifer. I am fanboying really hard right now. (laughs) I am starstruck. You are amazing. Welcome to Backstage Talk. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm so, so, so happy to be here with you today. Okay, so let's start with your aha moment in the arts. What made you choose the thespian path in life? In the arts, okay, so I am originally uh, born and raised in Patterson, New Jersey. My um, parents are um, both from Dominican Republic, like you mentioned. And, uh, you know, dance was always a part of our culture. You know, that's like my dad used to put on music, like Celia Cruz, El Gran Combo, every Saturday morning. And they just saw how much I loved to dance. So my um, mom put me in dancing school, um, in Dance World Academy. Uh, but then it started to get really expensive. So we went to the Academy of Performing Arts where you had to sing, dance, act, and play an instrument. And that's when I was really introduced to musical theater. Um, in that school, uh, after that, I went to Rosa Parks High School, uh, which is a performing arts high school in Patterson as well. 
and I had to choose a major. So I focused primarily in dance. Um, and I focused on that all through college. But then I got um, to work with Sonia Taya. when that's really when um, I was introduced to musical theater when she was auditioning to become the choreographer. Um, I was doing the the workshops there and a lot of the my castmates, um, like Jackie Arnold and um, Fred, they were just like, why don't you do musical theater? And I was like, okay. Um, so, you know, I started auditioning for it. At first I didn't get Moulin Rouge actually, um, but Sergio Trujillo um, gave me an opportunity um, to be a part of On Your Feet. And the crazy part is, is just because I wanted to be a part of um, something that really showcased Latinos. Mm -hmm. So to be able to do that show as my first um, musical theater experience was a gift. Oh, my gosh. Talk about like Cubanos, Dominicanos, Puerto Ricanos, gente from Panama, like from Spain. Like everything was just mixed in there. It was like a pot of... Un sancocho rico, I mean, <laughs> as I call it, but um, it was so much fun. I, you know, I was very grateful. Um, Sergio really taught me and, and Maria Torres just really taught me the ins and out of theater. Um, and uh, Natalie, our dance captain at the time, I mean, sorry, our associate at the time. Yeah, they just really took took me under their wing and and really made me understand just a vocabulary of, of theater, you know, what is stage, right? What it is to build a show. Um, and that was my first experience swinging as well. So, um, so yeah, that's how I really got into that, to that journey was, was just them giving me the opportunity and taking a chance and just, um, just going for it. It was, it was so fun to dance salsa seven days, you know, a week. Like I just, I loved it. Um, and and yeah, that's how how it all started. Really, was with on your feet, and then you know I went back to Moulin Rouge because they needed a dance captain, and with that experience and on your feet, it really prepared me to do that job as well. And and then I was like, I want to be on stage. So you know, I I love the um, dance captain and swing position. I definitely learned so much from that. But um, and then that's when Evita came and the opportunity. Um, the casting team was also from Evita was the same casting team um, uh, for West Side. So it was really nice to to just, you know, see familiar faces and and be a part of two Spanish um, productions. So. So, yeah, it's, it's it's been a ride so far and, and now doing once with Keone Amari, I've been, um, you know, following their career for over 10 years yeah. so it's nice to, to work with them as you know for them being as the choreographers and and there's some latinos in our in our cast as well um so it's nice to also have that um be able to communicate in spanish still in my every day yeah. i think it's so important for me <laughs> uh, but but yeah that's how it started really um that's how it all began and i'm just fortunate enough to um, keep experiencing and, and learning through it. Yeah. I love it. It's been quite a journey and it's been wonderful to see you jump from different things, all like 
enclosed in dancing and mm-hmm. see you perform. I think I might have seen you in Moulin Rouge when I saw it in uh, January 2020. I, I I don't know. I don't recall if um, I have to check my playbill. Okay. But, um, but um, I mean, just being that show in the dance part is hard. And West Side, it's hard. Yes, <laughs> so. yes. So I actually, funny enough, Martin, I um, was scheduled to go into the Broadway um, run of Moulin Rouge, but I... Um, I had a conflict with uh, West Side Story, the film. Mm-hmm. So I was I was in Moulin Rouge for three years, and I, I did all of the creation, the workshops um, into the Boston run. So we did a lot of the the creation of Roxanne, all of those big um, um, numbers, which was so fun and so difficult. And yes, and West Side too. When I did West Side. Um, my audition for Westside, Justin had us do it one by one by ourselves, <laughs> which is like so intimidating and so perfect at the same time. Just like you just have to trust in yourself, um, yeah. which um, which is always a good test. Um, but, but yeah, both both challenging, but so much fun um, within within the dancing and, and singing aspect of it. I love it. Now that you mentioned the dance part, the singing part, the acting part, what is your approach to characters and performing in musical theater? So um, I usually do my homework in like, what is our period? You know, like if it's, if it's in the 1950s, for example, West Side Story, I, I took a, like I will Google a lot of um, just how they looked, how they dressed, right? They're, they're, you know, like just, you know, they have their like high-waisted pants and um, and also just a period of like their environment, you know, just so I could feel of like, you know, the five senses, you know, smell, touch, um, hear, um, sight. And, and it'll just give me an essence of like, okay, where is this person, right? Mm-hmm. And then I do my homework, like, who do I want to be? And or what is my relationship to the the main characters or my relationship to the community that I'm dancing with? And then I start to build like, oh, okay, is, is this person a little shy? Is this person a little um, uh, sensual? Is, um, is this, you know, so I, I start from there, like just building off with pictures and then taking it on and um, just making sure I know where I am and, you know, it's, for every scene that I'm doing, I need to answer all those questions. So then it can make it easier for me to be um, present within the character. Right. I and then, yeah. And it's, it's, it's important to bring yourself in it as well. Um, but it's also exciting when you dive into a whole new person, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could become someone new, um, which is also very fun. So yeah, that's how I approach my character work. Sometimes I also play music, like, you know, music on the on the era that I'm in and and see how my character reacts to that and or I journal um a lot of when when directors are giving notes and coaching aspects I I like to journal so I could reflect back and just have a better understanding of of what they're trying to say as well within the story so then I could be clear on what I want to say within their vision um so yeah, that's how my approach for character work. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And that that journal work is so important for yeah. you to then 
always go back to your notes and refresh all that stuff. So I absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, you have worked and you have become yourself a Broadway powerhouse. You have worked with some of the biggest in the industry right now. What advice would you tell a younger version of yourself, a younger Jennifer? I would tell myself not to let fear shut me down, but let it wake me up, right? Let it inspire you. Um, it was something that I was um, talking to my partner yesterday, actually. And yeah, I just feel like our um, reaction to fear could be, it could be a different perspective, right? Um, so yeah, I, I, would, I would tell my younger self that, you know? I, I love it. It's yeah. a great advice. Lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Since you started working on Broadway, you have been working around Latinos mm -hmm. and working. And, and you mentioned um, that in your latest uh gig with Once Upon a One More Time, there's even Latin people in the cast. Mm -hmm. I want to know what is visibility and representation for you? Yeah, I think it's it's so it's so funny. I feel like with on Broadway, a lot of casting, um, and I say this with 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 um, the nicest possible way, you know, it's hard to cast Latinos. Mm -hmm. It's either we're not like black enough or we're not white enough. Like sometimes we get into that that box of like where do we go, you know? Um, so I think it's important just to have representation of all entities in a mm -hmm. space, just because that could um, have the opportunity for an audience member to relate and to see themselves on stage, and also it will give you a different perspective on like how you could tell a story, right? Because, you know, everyone is built different and, and their experience within, you know, living in, in not in this country um, could say a lot within a storyline that a lot of perspective or the American way wouldn't necessarily think of, of that, right? Mm -hmm. Of that perspective. So I think it is, is very important. Um, I, I always connect with my Latinos. If I see a Latino, I'm like, hey, like one, one of my castmates, Celine, I, I believe there's just only one really that speaks fluent um, Spanish. We're so connected because we're able to, you know, communicate also in Spanish. And 
you know, make our dishes or share our dishes with our cast. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's important. I think that we need to stop as a collective in our industry to meet a quota and to just, um, what, you know, what does the story need opposed to, you know, what, what period are we in? And that's the only people that we're using, right? Because Mm -hmm. most of it is going to be white, you know? Um, so, so yeah, so I just, I feel like it's important to showcase every shade (laughs) and, um, and, the diversity of our industry um, should be more inclusive in that regard. So, so yeah, I think it's important for us to, to feel like we're connected to someone when someone sees in the audience, you know, um, they're like, Oh, I could do it. Cause they made it. They did it. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've worked on, I mean, 2021 was a year in which we had a, and I, and I like to think about it this way, um, like a more Latin representation on musical films. We had In the Heights, we had West Side, um, because in on Broadway, there, there has been a lot of, of Latin people um, working there, but a lot of a lot of the audience outside the States will never know about them mm-hmm. um, unless you're a musical geek and you're on top of Broadway shows looking for their casts, like nice. doing that. Um, or it's this big uh, renowned show that it's known for being Latin, like it happened with On Your Feet, Within the Heights. Um, nice. But now that he, that you're mentioning uh, that it's important to showcase every shade, mm-hmm. How do you think we can increase that Latin visibility and representation on both Broadway and Hollywood? Because Steven Spielberg's, in my opinion, did a great job showcasing all of the shades of Latinos, being even a white Latino that was playing um, opposite, uh, that, that was playing as a jet or was playing as a shark. And inside the sharks, we had this whole beautiful um plethora of skin colors and they were all latin you could have a white kid with green eyes or you could have had uh, as you um mm. or you could have a darker shade as ariana yeah. that is that is a black latina mm. and we are in, it it wasn't like closed to one single shade of latino right So how do you think we can increase that visibility and representation for Latinos on Broadway and Hollywood? Right. I, um, yeah, I, I just first have to definitely commend um, Steven Spielberg, just making sure that the visibility of Latinos were truest form. Like they went to Puerto Rico, they, you know, hired people from Puerto Rico. They flew them out to be a part of this film. And I think it's really important, um, that they did that. And I, I'm so happy that they did do that. Um, just because that's the true essence, like, you know, what better way to showcase a culture from, from the people who originated from in Puerto Rico to tell the story of Puerto Ricans. Right. Um, and then we have similar experiences as, you know, Dominicans, people from Panama, um, uh, Cubans, you know, so that was just extremely special to share that. Um, 
with a cast. Um, and how can we increase that? Two, the things that are coming up in my mind is one, we could create more stories about um, the Latinx community. Um, like I'm dying to see uh, or someone do a Celia Cruz musical. Like I would love to be a part of that musical. <laughs> right? um, so also having um, more creatives, cast and producers um, have the ability to um, create shows. Um, I think that it's not only the cast, it stems from the panels and from the board, right? Like to have more representation there mm -hmm. would domino affect having more shows and more opportunities for Latinx um, community. Um, I also think that like we were talking earlier prior to this, the stigma of not just um, casting someone of, of, of Latinx um, uh, to be the loud or feisty or spicy one, you know, we could be reserved. We could also be shy. We could also, you know, like we were talking about, there's um, different cultures have different ways and how their upbringing is, you know, um, and just being a little bit more open-minded and that we don't have to fit the stereotype into castings, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that that could also broaden our and, and have more opportunities for Latinos on film as well, um, just because that's that is the stigma that I see all the time. Um, but yeah, and 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 like I mentioned, just we need more producers and more creatives that are from our Latinx. Um, I just feel like that could open so many doors. You know, I. I in the future, I would love to see myself in that um, position so I could open many other doors too. Um, uh, a lot of Latinos, I mean, a lot of everywhere, you know, in the world, but people that come from a different country or native, you know, it's, we're di built different, you know, you, yeah. you see things differently, you know, like my family's from this village called Hamo de la Jardeta, and they understand poverty in a different level or different layer. So you giving an opportunity for someone that is from there can mean the world to them and, you know, change their generation and their wealth and what that means to their family. So I just feel like um, we need more, more, more Latin producers as well. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. That would definitely help us. And, and yeah, and so worries. So what is the most important part of creating Latin characters in musical theater? The most important part is making sure for me, I always bring my myself and my culture with anywhere and however I'm doing the work, there's still a sense of me inside of each character. Um, And being true to that and, and, and being honest and, and being okay with that, you know, I, I'm some, sometimes the way that I pronounce things might not be the way that a, a typical American will pronounce it. So, um, embracing that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and playing around with different parts of, of the character, like I, like we mentioned, uh, just thinking that you have to be a certain way to fit the 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 
the stigma of what a Latin character needs to be, um, but just embracing all parts of, of our culture and um, just showcasing it, your most authentic self, uh, whether you are timid, whether you are having fun, whether you are dancing or your strength. There's so much strength within our culture that I just, that's what I lean towards more, you know, um, when, when creating character work. Um, even if you feel very vulnerable, there's strength to that. So, so yeah, I just, I, I think it's being authentic and, and, and being true to, to what you want to say opposed to what you feel like you need to say. Yeah. I feel like that's the most important part um, in building each character is just, you know, how can you be empathetic and passionate and kind and strong and Sometimes it could be rugged, um, but doesn't it, it doesn't have to be one thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that answers that. <laughs> it does. It does. And I, 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 I agree and I love it. Um, and that's fascinating. Jennifer, if someone wants to follow you on social media, contact you, see what you're doing, maybe get a class from you, where can people find you and get a hold of you? Okay, so my um, Instagram is um, uh, Jennifer Florentino. That's it, just my name. And then my um, website is uh, jenniferflorentino.com. So you could reach me there, send me a DM. I'll be more than happy to to share and, and learn as well. So yeah. Okay, last question before we wrap up. Okay. Which are your top five favorite musical theater shows? Oh, <laughs> I love hairspray. Uh-huh. Um, I love. Oh my god, could I include some of the ones that I've been on? Because I love, of course, so on your feet, West Side, of course. Um, it's another one that I've seen in the Heights. I know it's so it's so and Hamilton. I love Hamilton too. So yeah, those are some that, that just pop in my mind. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I love I love them all. Jennifer, thank you so much for coming over. Um, it is so important for me to have you here in Backstage Talk. And I cannot wait to see you and more of you and your talent, both on stage and on the screen. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Martin. Thank you so much for having me. It's 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 quite special what you're doing. And um, and I end with this, you know, I just hope that and during this time, a lot of people are leading with kindness. And yeah, just remember to be kind to one another for being kind to me. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of Backstage Talk. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Backstage Talk Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Udom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.